The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond, beyond, beyond. We did it. There we, there we go. That. That's that, we're back. Hello, everybody. I'm Max. This is Marty, Alana, and Brian, and uh, we just got to see the reveal of not one but two new PlayStations, basically. Yeah. That we totally didn't know about ahead of time. We had nothing to go on at nothing all. One at all. I'm gonna be honest. No our, done our predictions were pretty solid. Well, yeah. one of our predictions. I was way off. Yeah. I I predicted that the PS the PS4 Pro would be at least five hundred dollars, and that it wouldn't be out till next year. So I'm just gonna leave. I was yeah. with you on that. I'm yeah. out of my job. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get out of here. Um, so, so you want to just start off at the top with with what's happening to the current PS4? Yeah, it's it's the Slim is coming up, but it's not called the Slim. Right. It's just what the PS4 is. It's a yeah. replacement, I think. Yeah, totally. It's just it's just a three year in sort of hardware refresh yeah. of just yeah. like it's it's sort of what we said at the top of the show. It's kind of like the way Apple names products where mm-hmm. they just go, here's an iPad. Yeah. And you don't this is the put a PlayStation next 4 to it. Series one basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So right. it's uh, two ninety nine. It's coming out uh, September fifteenth, uh, and then it's going to be that model as well as every PS4 is going to be HDR compatible via a firmware update yeah. next week. Which, which is crazy. What? Which I, love, I don't understand. I love how we were all just speculating about like. 4K support and like resolution stuff and VR interactivity and stuff and they're like, hey, surprise everybody, HDR. Yeah. Like, I, okay. I think we know what that is. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you've. I feel like you're the only one of us who's seen this with Forza, right? Yeah. Uh, Where when you saw it running in, in 4K, it was amazing. Yeah. But everything that we saw on the stream, I couldn't dramatically tell the differences. Yeah, this was kind of an Emperor's New Clothes situation because they were telling us like, here's all the crazy new stuff we're seeing, but you're probably streaming this at home on. Not a great connection yeah. at 4K. And most so, of yeah. us don't. None of us have 4K TVs. We have one That's in the good. office. Yeah, um, like yeah. if you're streaming this over your laptop or on your phone, like you're totally missing justice. Yeah, everything in there. I mean, I think when they showed, the closest I've come to really understanding what 4K can do for gaming is when you saw that shot of Spider-Man's face. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like I can see fabric details that are yeah. different than anything I've ever seen in a game. Uh, how well that will play out when he's flying around, hopefully in yeah. 60 frames per second in open world New York City, uh, I think that'll be the least of my concerns. But it's cool to know that that's where gaming is going. Yeah, uh, I think it's also really important important to note that they 
straight up said, like, this is not the start of a new generation. Mm -hmm. All of this is under the same umbrella of the current gen. We thought we'd be moving in a sort of like shorter life cycles for generations. That's not happening at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of just like when some games are like, hey, we've got a high res texture pack. If you want to download it, you can download it. But now there's just kind of more technical. It's just sort of like graphic settings on a a PC game. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to play it on Ultra or on Great. Um, So, yeah, that, that brings us to the PlayStation 4 Pro. It's not called the Neo, not fo- called the 4K, mm-hmm. uh, which I think totally makes sense for a name. Uh, yeah, the big things they're touching on is uh, 4K and HDR. Um, and yeah, coming out, uh, what is it, November, November 10th? November 10th, 10th for yeah. $399. Can I pre-order it right now? crazy to me. <laughs> 399 is so I'm going to try to pre-order it right expected. now. Yeah. All right. The, nice. the $100 I, difference is really surprising to me, totally. honestly. Um, but at the same time, they didn't actually talk about hardware specs, so we don't really all, know what the thing yeah, is. Yeah, all we know is uh, a, one terabyte, a one terabyte hard drive. Yeah. Um, which doesn't seem huge. No, that's, like, that's not crazy. One thing we do know about the uh, the, the new PlayStation, the, the Slim, whatever, we're going to yeah. keep calling it that, yeah. sorry. Um, it's apparently a lot easier to swap out the hard drive. Yeah. Like it's oh, just that's awesome. Easier to get to. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they understand that a lot of people are going to be doing that. Unclear about what the options are there for the, the Pro. Yeah. yeah, when the PS4 launched, one of our most popular articles and video series here at IGN was teaching people how to swap out their hard drive. Yeah. And there's a lot of ways to do that, and some of them are, pr- are prettier than others. There's a lot of external hard drives you can use, but if you got to launch PS4 like I did, you're probably bumping up against the walls of that thing constantly. Constantly mm-hmm. deleting yeah. stuff or moving stuff around the fridge, as Reggie used to call it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, considering that you know the the Pro is going to be, you're going to be basically doubling the the resolution of textures. Yeah. I think that's going to that's going to go really fast. Yeah. It's, yeah. The, like, it's, it's the same problem, just yeah. on a bigger scale, yeah. obviously. So uh, this pricing is great, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for that. I mean, yeah. So we see the, the major difference in both these consoles physically is the little stand at the bottom? Yeah, yeah. I was saying it looks like a gonk droid. It's got yeah. like a little foot down there. I, like I don't know that. if that's just a presentational thing, yeah. too. It's, it's also, the cute. PS4 controller can now stand on its own. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. It yeah. does look the same to me, though. The controller doesn't seem to be updated. Well, so there were, rumors, there were yeah. rumors that when this new redesigned PS4 was going to come out that the controller, the one of the main difference was that it had a light bar on the front on the of front. the controller. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the other big thing is, is uh, it's got basically no latency if you're plugging it in, yeah. which is a big deal for people who do like you know fighting games. Fighting games. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Uh, my big concern would obviously be the sticks because we've seen a lot of wear and tear. For the, it hasn't really personally happened to me, but a lot of people on on the DualShock right now, it just falls apart. Yeah. Like there's that that rubber tip on the on the top. It's mm-hmm. kind of ugly looking. So. Hopefully that's something they can fix. I don't yeah. like when you there say are all covers tip. for that as well. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and one of the things that they s- <laughs> damn it, one of the things that they spoke about was uh, making it very easy for you to transfer your save files. Yeah. yeah. So they didn't totally touch on what that meant exactly, mm-hmm. um, or how they're going to do that. But I'm guessing cloud saves. Yeah, yeah, or it's something like it's sort of like when you get a new phone, you don't you go to Apple and you're not really worried yeah. about the fact you're like all your pictures are going to be there, all your contacts are yeah. going to be there, everything's fine. Yeah, um, it's just a new it's a new ghost in the yeah. shell basically. I, I think that's a big concern because if you're looking at uh, what. Why did you start talking about ghosts in the show? It's moving one thing from uh, one vessel to another. Uh, if you're looking at, okay. Welcome to Anime Club. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Anime Yay, Club. Anime. The idea of, of being there on, on day one and getting all my game saves carried over so I don't have to replay something like, if you like got Platinums or you unlocked or found every treasure on Uncharted 4, doing that all over again is kind of tedious. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, the thing they, they called it is forward compatibility, yeah. which I think yeah. is, it's initially, I was like, that's such gross corporate marketing speak, but it's also, when you kind of stop and think about it, it really makes sense. Yeah. This isn't this isn't a new console yeah. generation. Yeah. It's an and upgrade. What, and what we've been talking about is, one of the biggest things is, uh, how do you, so how do you market this? Like, how do you ensure that uh, if you bought a PS4 three years ago at launch, that you're still going to be fine? You can still use that PS4, still yep. play all the games. And I think this is the way of sort of making it um, inclusive. 
and being yep. like, we're not giving you new features. Like, these aren't new features. It's not like, oh, Spider-Man's going to have an extra level uh, if you were yeah. playing on a pro. It is just like, you are going to get the added bonus of it looking better. Yeah, I think if you have a launch PS4, you watch this stream today going like, okay, cool, I'm kind of on the fence on these things. I'm going to stick with my system, but here's all these new areas of all these new games that are coming out that look awesome that'll work on my PS4. Uh, if you're someone like me that like kind of wants the best new stuff, then you're going to look at today and go, okay, well, I have now two options of the, the Slim, which is just a PS4, or the PS4 Pro. Um, and that's a cool thing that, like, you walk into a Best Buy and you're a consumer this fall, and you go, okay, I want a PS4. And they, they upsell you on the better one. It's, yeah. it's pretty yeah. simple. I don't know. It's going to be... I'm a little weirded out by the fact that so September 15th we're going to have the the redesigned PS4. A month later on October 13th we're going to have PSVR, yep. and then a month later we're going on November 10th we're going to have the $400 uh, PS4 Pro. Yes, and at, I, at, at a point when you already spent four or five hundred dollars on a PSVR. Do you want to spend another equivalent of that on a new console? And that was the thing. There wasn't a lot of conversation today about how all those will work with each other, yeah. if, what they'll benefit from. Yeah. I think the weird thing, too, is that a year from now, uh, Microsoft's coming out with a console that's more powerful than, than anything they yeah. showed today. Yeah, Hypothetically, absolutely. right? So that means that like the console war is starting all over again. But if you're buying the the best, most powerful PlayStation this fall, uh, you're not technically future-proofing yourself for third-party games, because in a year, games will look better. Like Battlefront 2 or whatever will look better on the next Xbox. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. That's really interesting. And, and it was one thing having someone like Mark Cerny come out and sort of walk us through this in his Cerny way. Mm -hmm. I mean, the dude is a, he's one of those smartest guys in the room kind of guys. He made Marvel Madness. and He's so soothing. Yeah, he's very soothing. Yeah. Very yeah. soothing. Um, yeah, and then saying that the, the, they've doubled the power of the GPU for the yeah. PS4 Pro. But again, that's like, like we were talking about with Microsoft at E3 when they're like six teraflops. I'm like, well, I feel like this is too soon, and it's it's a, supposed to sort of like cart before the horse with the with 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 4K TVs in the same way they tried to do 3D TVs a while back. And I don't know if consumers are ready to drop two thousand dollars on a TV and four hundred dollars yeah. on a PS4 just to play marginally upgraded versions of games they have already. Yeah. So that was the thing. Like, there wasn't enough today that really made me go, and I'll get it anyway because I'm a sucker. But there wasn't enough today that makes that makes me go, okay, the average person is really going to want to go out and drop twenty five hundred dollars yeah. on new tech to play a bunch of games that aren't even out yet, yeah. and maybe like you know some games that they have already. I'm also they they, they mentioned that uh, by the end of November uh, or by the end of the year that Netflix is going to be able to stream in four K yeah. shows like Narcos and Luke Cage, uh, which is cool, but. Like, what is that going to do to data caps on your internet? Like, what is streaming? Yeah, that's, that's a problem. 4K, yeah. That's another conversation. Like, streaming a 4K season of a show? It's also like the two shows they showed are like just mostly just people walking around in, in a city. In a city. Yeah. Like, it's not like you're watching like a, an HD. Yeah. yeah, a Pixar movie or something yeah. like that. Like, I think there would have been better graphical show showcases for something like that rather than just like, oh, here's yeah. here's a guy walking around yeah. his apartment. I feel yeah. like the idea with that was that not a whole lot of shows are going to be 4K compatible. Mm -hmm. So they showed the ones that are most popular, yeah. would be my guess. Obviously, Narcos is huge. So. Yeah, I mean, I remember hearing a few years back that uh, Netflix was shooting everything in 4K, future-proofing all yeah. original content. Mm. It's called uh, forward compatibility. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, exactly. Which I think, like, yeah. I mean, we laugh at that word, but I think it's a, I think it's a I phrase that gamers so understand. Uh, you spell yeah. the forward or the Four in the compatibility. Oh, no, case, don't so do that. So. <laughs> I don't like it. That was really bad. I kind of yeah. like it. Um, one of the things that I have to question is like with the PS4 Slim being called the PS4 and then the original PS4 and then the PS4 Pro, I always just think about because I worked in games retail for like five years. Right. What parents are going to make of this? 
Yeah, they go I mean, to buy obviously... little Timmy a PS4 for Christmas, sure. and they walk into a store and are like, which one of these is What me? was it like answering people's questions about the Nintendo DS line back then, yeah. right? I mean, I think that's the same problem they're having yeah, here. Yeah, that was totally tough, yeah. But yeah. the fact that they, they're sort of retiring the launch PS4, moving that aside, and now you have just the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 4 Pro, um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's too confusing. I think where it gets confusing is selling customers a console that they might not necessarily have any use for. If you bring a Pro home and you don't have a 4K TV, like you're not really getting the best of what that's that system kind of can why, offer. that's kind of why calling it the Pro is almost like nice marketing. Yeah. It's you like know. this is literally for people who take this very seriously. Well, it's, yeah. it's also still got a bigger hard drive. You know, end of the day, even if people don't really necessarily know what it means, if they are people who just like to have the best thing, yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. like you've got that. Uh, I think also having this just right on the tail end of an Apple event. I don't know if that was intentional, yeah. but it seems pretty smart because yeah. you've got everybody on the internet talking about like, oh, it's the 7 and the 7 Plus, and you're like, what does that mean? Yeah. What does that, what, like that's, plus that's what? That's a very yeah. good you know? And yeah. so if you're just like, I think that being like PlayStation, PlayStation Pro, it's pretty, pretty, pretty yeah. self Yeah, that's true. That's very good. Yeah, it's, it's weird because I, uh, we've been watching press conferences for, for years now at IGN, and I think one of the things that Microsoft got a lot of flack for was being sort of too all in on like sports and multimedia and stuff like TV. that. TV. TV, yeah. TV, TV. But I Connect. think today, uh, yeah, exactly. I think today I would have actually wanted a little more of that from Sony because showing me two Netflix shows and a couple of games is okay, but like, what else am I going to use this thing for? Yeah, you yeah. Know? Like, sort of lopsided. I mean, yeah. And so, yeah, the, the, the them showing it off was their montage of games that started yeah. with Spider-Man, and Spider-Man looked awesome. Yeah. Like, it looked incredible, but I was also like, when they showed Rise of the Tomb Raider, I was like, this looks really good. This is also how I remember it looking last mm-hmm. year on yeah. my Xbox One. We were One. talking about this the other day with um, Rare Replay, actually, yeah. where you play Banjo-Tooie or Banjo-Kazooie on that, and you're like, oh, this looks the way that I remember it looking. Yeah. And you don't realize how bad the previous one looked until you go back and play it. Yeah. So that's the exact right. problem. It's yeah. like, if they show them side by side, which they're not going to do, it makes the PS4 look awful. So yeah. they don't want to do that, but then they show the new version without anything else, and you're like, well, that's the way yeah. I remember it anyway. Yeah, you guys pointed that out during the stream, I thought that was really interesting that they never really showed anything directly side by side, because yeah. I think it Im- immediately alienates the 50 million people that have a PS4. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, that's, oh, that's, a- that's so ugly. So yep. it's, it's kind of weird to not be able to show off uh, uh, how powerful and how great your thing is because you don't want to piss off the people that have been supporting you for years. It also yeah. makes yeah. the slim look bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I did like the fact that they uh, they showcased upcoming games, obviously, like Horizon and Spider-Man and Days Gone, but Horizon they also, awesome. yeah, I mean, the games look awesome. That's the thing, is like, seeing Horizon, I was more excited just about Horizon than mm-hmm. where, where I'm going to play it on. Yeah. Um, but then they also showed uh, Infamous, and mm-hmm. they showed Uncharted, and it's like, oh, these games that we've already paid for. Yeah. yeah. Right, but they were, also, they were also emphasizing HDR. I think that's kind of the nice consolation prize, mm-hmm. where they're like, hey, you know, the upscale textures and stuff that you're going to get with the Pro, that's fine, but like... In this case, they're like, hey, everybody gets this. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is an update that's coming for everything, and it's, you know, again, they're, they're showing some, some sizzle of their, of their games that are out already. Like, yeah. people yeah. are probably going to be like, it could be one of those things where you just, I don't know, you get that HDR update, and you go back and you replay a game you haven't played, or you pick up a game that you were on the fence about, because yeah. you're like, I bet it's going to look gorgeous, because, yeah. you know, it's, it's marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also worth noting, uh, you know, they had this big special event for, for this, but there's also Paris Games Week coming up, there's Tokyo Game Show, mm-hmm. there's PSX. Which so. hasn't been announced, but we assume is going to be. Yeah, yeah, we thought it would be announced today, and that didn't yeah. happen. Yeah, that was a swing yeah. and a miss. Um, what did you guys think of the, the, the biggest gameplay chunk we saw was Mass Effect? Yeah. Which is yes. sort of the first extended gameplay demo we've seen of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, you guys are bigger Mass Effect fans than I am. What you guys think? I mean, the environment looks gorgeous. Like, the, the thing is with game demos in general, and I was commenting on this before during the stream, they're always so slow. They're, like, painfully slow to the way that no one actually plays games like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I understand that the artists 
and designers who made this level, they want you to take it all in. But like, I'm gonna get through this section in four seconds when I play yeah. this game. Yeah. It looks uh, like a Dead Space Tron. It does, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. It's very fancy. I mean, this is also like none of the stuff that appealed to me about Mass Effect. Right. Like, I would love to see something. I want maybe, aliens. I want yeah. Citadel. Combat. Let me see like yeah. some kind of some kind of like show me a crowd. You know. I think it's a pretty cool friend. Uh, also, check this out this is, cool plant. Um, this is, I think, the first Mass Effect that's running on Frostbite. And so far, yeah. the only Bioware game we've seen on that is is uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, yeah. mm-hmm. which had like a that was a pretty big gap between those those you yeah. know, Dragon Age two and. and uh, yeah. So this is, for all intents and purposes, kind of a Mass Effect reboot, and I'm not sure how I feel about that. It looks it looks almost more cartoony. Yeah, I like, think it's, this is such a small slice. I mean, of yeah. what ultimately the game. I think this sure. looks looks beautiful, um, and I'm very excited about Mass Effect. And this didn't make me any less excited. It's just that the stuff that I want to see at this point is weird alien races. Yeah. yeah. Well, like yeah. more narrative focused stuff, but this definitely doesn't look bad. I, yeah. I think it'll still be awesome. Yeah, I just think it was also tough this coming on the heels of the Horizon demo, which I oh, thought was yeah. just aw- like we were just watching this. That thing. was beautiful. Man, you see I'm, that robot yeah. brontosaurus? You can yeah. climb that. Yeah, yeah especially climb with up the on color as well. Like, yeah. It's hard to compete with that. Yeah, I feel like that demo totally stole the show today. Yeah. I mean, easily my most anticipated game on, on across any system right yeah. now. I mean, since Me it's too. yeah, honestly, uh, since that it was revealed that and Zelda and the fact that we might be getting those in the same yeah, season. and the they're weirdly similar, span. actually. Yeah. yeah, This is a stunning-looking game, and the more we see from it uh, environment-wise, um, mm-hmm. especially traversal-wise, yeah. it's really cool. Like, I didn't know there were, like, zip lines and yeah. stuff now. You reckon she got a really um, bad rope burn? Oh, yeah. That yeah, probably probably. Hurt. I feel rope, like a hands rope. beat, real messed up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like That's I was really great. worried because uh, the kind of the demo we've seen up until now has been very, very flat. But yeah. this is entirely about verticality. Totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. I was kind of wary that the environments would be all too much the same, and I still would love to see something that shows sort of a different climate. But well, we yeah. have seen uh, like parts that are behind locked doors. Like yeah. I feel like that like vaults like lost kind of stuff. Yeah, lost. Um, so cool. Yeah, Marty likes lost. But so, I, I'm I'm expecting to see quite a bit of variety. I, yeah, I think and, this game just looks yeah. It's the Horizon is currently the Game Informer cover story, and in there. Real, they did showcase some snowy yep. environments and good, stuff yeah. like that. So, um, yeah, the game looks so good though. And the game plays really good too. It plays like it's, it doesn't reinvent the wheel, but it doesn't need to because it plays yeah. a little yeah. bit like Arkham, a little bit like Shadow of Mordor. Yeah. We have sort of Shadow of the Colossus esque climbing here. It's got like, some Tomb Raider crafting. System, yeah, totally. Like, but then yeah. you get to the top and you hack the dino. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I think is real cool. I'm gonna get a tattoo that says "Hack the Dino." Okay. That's uh, fine. Oh, okay. Across your face. <laughs> so I, I think this looks awesome, but all it did was really sell me on this game more. It didn't yeah. sell me on a new console, you know? Sure. It's like, man, I still just really want this game. Yeah, which is, sort of, I mean, that's who we are. Like, that's we, that's we are, a very good point. We like games first and foremost. Like, yeah. tech doesn't really, I mean, that's sort of why we, if we cared that much about tech, we'd have giant PC rigs. Yeah, oh, we would be tech editors. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. To me, like, gameplay is the most important thing sure. in the world when it comes to a video game. I mean, that and probably art direction, number two. Yeah. But, uh, I feel like this nails both of those things. Oh, totally. And yeah. I'm so happy that, that Gorilla is able to do something that's not Killzone. I was just Killzone say, just yeah. had that, like, by the time Shadowfall rolled around, I was just like, I'm sort of sick of this world. Yeah. Yeah. Sick yeah. of how this looks. And, and the this, fact that this game has colors. It's so pretty. Look at it. Yeah. Um, the dino. Yeah, so uh, what other games do we want to talk about? Um, Knack. Yeah, Knack was there in, <laughs> you uh, in about Knack? full force. Knack yeah. 2. No, Knack no, to the future. No, Knack's next. Yeah. Knack's not coming back. Um, yeah, not Days Gone. We got a little, bit, a little look at that in uh, Night Mode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's the kind of game you want to use 4K to show off too, because it's yeah. like that, I want to see a billion characters on screen at the same time and how that looks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, seeing somebody walk down a hallway is one thing, but this is like this is a gorgeous looking game. Yeah, the the lighting looks absolutely gorgeous. 
And uh, yeah. like as we saw, there were tons of men on that uh, nice little staircase. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we saw the demo of this at, uh, at E3 where men. it was yeah. just kind of gunning down like piles and piles of zombies. And uh, and this was actually the game where they were like, let's see the difference between this with HDR and without. And I really was interested when they when it cuts to kind of the nighttime stuff in a minute from here, mm-hmm. where he's like throwing a flare, and it actually mm. kind of. Like the brights are brighter and the, the darks are yeah. darker. Like, and Which is I, what HDR yeah. is, right? Yeah. right? I think that's how fast the day night cycle dark. is in real life. I hope not. <laughs> see, and it's, well, like, it's, it's called days gone. You can gone, still so. yeah, see that, that things are red. Like yeah. you can still see those bonds are red. You can yeah. still see like the, the shades of the trees still look slightly green. It's not like everything just looks gray and black mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I think, Which uh, I think is awesome. Yeah. Like Metal Gear Solid Five is one of the first games I've played where I really felt like the in-game lighting wasn't just like representative of like a game mechanic. It was like a physical thing. Like you actually had to think about. What you know? Were you visible? And like this seems like it's going to kind of do oh, totally. similar stuff. Yeah. Look at that! Yeah. That's wow. insane. Yeah. That's such a cool. Um, so yeah, I went from pretty much not caring about this game to being kind of interested because yeah. I've always wanted to set that many nasty men on fire. Mm-hmm. Big bottle. Yeah. What, yeah, if were, what if they, those weren't even zombies? What if those were just like just real people? people? They're just hanging out yeah. like, at a beach. Yeah, it's a book group. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> party in the dark. Yeah, I've been. I've like been. It's HDR. I, I, I think more optimistic about th- this game than than you guys uh, have since the jump. Um, it's just it, it is another zombie game, and that's kind of disappointing. But also like. You know, you can make a really good zombie game, sure. and I think it's the kind yeah. of thing that every single time it gets made. I mean, a million first-person shooters come out every year, and no one ever gets fatigued by them. Well, my attitude towards that is always just uh, prove to me that it, it is good, and I feel like Days Gone hasn't yet. It hasn't yeah. proven what's different about itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like a million movies and TV shows I've seen more than other games. So yeah. it's like I'm totally not ruling out that it could be awesome. It's oh, just yeah. that it hasn't shown me what's awesome mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. And that weapon, I think, is like a touch on that. It's like if there's going to be tons of creative weapons, but not sure. in a like cheesy arcadey. Dead Rising way, yeah, yeah. in a kind of more technical way, then I think that will be super impressive. Yeah, if there's cool stuff they can do with the crafting system or in terms of weapon upgrades, like I was gushing about Resident Evil 4 to you guys yesterday and about how they don't make games like that anymore. There really haven't been a ton of games like that. So if this sort of scratches that itch in a weird way, I'm totally into it. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of just expecting it to have a very good story, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I, that's I the one thing am I too, because you get a motorcycle. And motorcycles are really the backbone of good storytelling. Yeah. I've always thought. Easy ride. Uh, ride to hell. Yeah, they're like a Don't car with two one. wheels. It's very exciting. Yep. Um, uh, one of the other uh, upcoming games that they showed off was For Honor. They yeah. Showed off yeah. sort of what that game looks like uh, running on a pro, and that's. Have we all played that? Well, you can't I play have. it. I, yeah, I can't. Uh, Why? It. I have tendonitis in my wrist from playing too many video games, mm-hmm. and For Honor is just a lot of really jerky movement with your thumb because oh, really? that's how you basically uh, block an attack. Mm-hmm. So it just, after about a minute of, of the combat, it just really, really hurts uh, me. That's weird. I, I actually feel like because it hurts me so much, it's probably going to give other people who play it a lot tendonitis. Yeah. Like that's how you screw your wrist up, basically. Good. You can join the, the glove club with Alana. Yep. Um, <laughs> wear gloves all the time. Yeah, I can't I can't play this game because it appeals to me in no way whatsoever. <laughs> sure. okay, no, no, like, I did I'm, also play it at E3 and just didn't enjoy it. No, see, yeah, seriously, like I've seen this game 20 times now, and it's like I don't know if I need to see it 22 to be like, yep, now I'm sold. Like nothing new they've shown me has has, has really taught me that this is a thing that I really I really want to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have respect for the artists and the developers and the people making it, I have no personal interest in it whatsoever. I've had fun playing it. Yeah. I'm, I'm more... Have uh, you played the multiplayer or the single player? Uh, I've played the multiplayer. I haven't played the single. So well, I've played multiplayer and then I've played one-on-one sort of just duels. Because right. um, I think the single player, what I played of it at E3, despite the pain, was just a lot of walk two steps, 
yeah. fight a guy in the same yeah. way. Walk two steps, fight a guy. It was so, it was a whole like Rise, which you know didn't critically sure, do well. But yeah. the multiplayer, I think, is a whole other thing with the different style of warriors and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, I actually yeah. think like the one-on-one -on -one stuff appeals to me. I actually enjoyed Rise for for being a launch game in the same way I enjoyed Knack for all of its faults. Yeah. Um, but the mo when 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 you start fighting a crowd of people, that's when the game starts falling apart for me. So um, yeah. we'll see. I mean, I mean, it could it could hit it off with people who like the you know MOBA type stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, totally. I think it's it's just it always it rubs me the wrong way. It's supposed to be kind of anachronistic intentionally. It's a bunch of different cultures kind of crashing together. Mm -hmm. Like if I don't know, Pangea got drunk and everyone got stuck in the same time frame. But like. It bugs me in the way that when I was younger, like kids would be like, I have my Lego set, but I've also got some cardboard cutouts I made and some Play-Doh. And I'm like, those don't go together. Mm -hmm. Pick one. Aww, go I, with that. I feel like you're selling me on it. All right, well, like have you're fun. You're saying that as me being like, oh, it's so creative. All right. <laughs> um, At least so two kinds of warriors. One of <laughs> Wow. Over two different kinds of warriors. Uh, Dude, if you had friends that had cardboard toys, you had some sad friends. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Uh, one boy with the butterfly collection. <laughs> Just a whole bunch of old turtles he found in the stream. <laughs> one of the things uh, I think I was sort of surprised at was how little they talked about VR. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Um, like, we thought that... I think we said in the pre-show we thought that like upwards, like up, a third or a half yeah. of the conference. That thing is be, out in a month. Yeah. Like I have it pre-ordered. Like yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep that pre-order because I played Battlefront and it was awesome. Yeah. But like that's that's a 15-minute-long experience. Yeah. Like what am I doing with this thing next month? You I know? mean, the only thing they really showed us was that brief glimpse of Farpoint. Yeah, Which and we've heard all those rumors about <laughs> about the PS4 Pro, uh, once called the Neo, was basically this solution to that breakout box that the VR kit comes with, um, and it'll make all that easier and, and just run better. Uh, we didn't hear any of that conversation. I today. think that's really smart. Yeah, I think yeah. it's really smart because especially especially on the heels of people who are maybe tuning in for the Apple keynote and maybe they're on a tech blog, they don't mm -hmm. usually follow that, and then it follows up like, oh, there's new PlayStations coming out. If you do the thing where basically what Nintendo did with the Wii U, where you're like, here's this thing, it's a new thing and it's sort of a step forward. If you try to make it seem like the PlayStation Pro is specifically designed for the VR, I feel like you're cannibalizing your own sales of the VR for That's true. regular yeah. PlayStation. Yeah, I guess. I just To me, it, it seems Im almost impossible to have a, a company as big as Sony launching a product in four weeks and have an, a 30-minute press conference today and not bar barely mention it at all. Yeah. It does seem it, it crazy, seems very strange. but at the same time, I think that PSVR has kind of already sold itself. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like you're probably the only one here who has a pre-order of it. Yeah, so, so we totally sold the whole I can't afford it. Like, it's like if I earned a little bit more money, maybe, but uh, I like I really want one, and I feel like yeah. I don't think that having today have more PSVR would have just made me like, huh, that's really cool. That's a cherry on top. Yeah. But I think, you know, it's something that I already really want. Yeah. Like, yeah, like bring, need it. Uh, I just feel like they need to bring all their hardware together, like bring that whole family together. I think that's the, they were, they, they talked about the PlayStation family for a while when they were sort of working on the Vita and the PS3 and then moving into the PS4 at the same time. And the connectivity that some of those things had was really cool. Uh, yeah. And we're not really seeing that conversation happen anymore. Yeah. Like, we yeah. just know that PSVR is a thing that exists that you'll buy and you'll plug into your regular PS4 or your Slim maybe, but yeah. there was no talk of that. Well, people also, people People know what a PlayStation 4 is. Yes. At this point, it's out there in the wild. People understand what it is. If you're like, this one is slightly larger, and this one's slightly smaller, and this one has a bigger hard drive, mm -hmm. and it makes the things prettier, people are like, okay, I understand that. But VR is still an unknown quantity for so many people, so I think right. they're That's almost true. waiting for that to be out in the wild. Well, and it's, um, it's such a hard thing to show at a press conference. Yes. Oh, yeah, they didn't they just very recently... Uh, Allow signups for Best Buy for oh, people yeah, to yeah. try you, it. You yeah, make a, a literal appointment. So you get I a, you think get, that's kind of the, sh the you get push there. Free conjunctivitis. It's yeah. gonna be great. Um, on that, what are you guys? What are your final thoughts on this uh, on this event? 
Um, PlayStation meeting. It wasn't what I expected. Uh, I think we saw a lot of pretty stuff, but we didn't really hear a lot of hard details about stuff, yeah. which I'm okay with. It's just not what I expected. I mean, this I think for, to to build a, uh, a basically a commercial for the most hardcore um, users that you have in, in in who actually like like and enjoy your products, uh, it was really good for them. But it was almost a little too high concept for me sometimes. Like they got into the very granular details of the way lighting and game design and 4K and HDR works, and I'm just sitting there being like. Is it pretty? Can I buy it? I can't. I mean, uh, even then, they didn't talk but, about teraflops. Like, we yeah, at least that's they, true. They didn't talk yeah. about the TF. But I don't know how many flops it is. We're moving into a weird generation where, uh, or staying in the current generation, where you can't understand a PSVR until you put one on your head, and you can't understand how great 4K is until you see it running on a 4K sure. TV. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you sell this stuff? Yeah. It's, you know? it's true, I mean, yeah. for me, what this did was it let me feeling the exact same way I felt after E3, which is, man, I'm really excited to play Spider-Man and Horizon. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Right, right back yeah. where I was. Yeah. yeah, and I whether it's on the PS4 I currently own and have owned since launch, or if I end up getting a Pro. Yeah, really and I'm sitting there going like, all right, so I kind of want to replay Rise of the Tomb Raider on PS4, but do I want to play it on a Pro? Like, if I want to play that game again, also, like, are you going to buy a 4K TV? That's the thing, right? That's a very that's a very expensive entry ticket. Basically, I feel like at a certain point, if this fall you buy a PSVR, a, a PS4 Pro, and a 4K TV, you are going to lose a wife. Yeah, that's that's that that what's like three thousand yeah. dollars on 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 stuff. But they've got that uh, that cool VR game, Second Wife. Just to go to Lara Croft's <laughs> house, I could rent Lara Croft's mansion for a week for that kind of money. Um, uh, I do want to say that I really like the way that both the consoles look, though. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they both look, look really cool. Yeah, yeah. We uh, have a lot more. Uh, Ryan McCaffrey is currently on the ground, so uh, yeah. he'll have interviews. He'll have some hands-on impressions. Yep. He'll have uh, some cool pitches. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it'll be cool, and it's good because I mean, unlike uh, us, his uh, he's got great eyesight and his thumbs work, and it's you know he's gonna he's gonna get hey. in there and play all the, play all the games. <laughs> the four of us combined. He's not, a, he's not a rube like that man over there who pre-orders everything <laughs> live on a live stream. <laughs> the four of us combined is one healthy adult. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.